It's been a while since we spoke, folks. I've recently had a pang of nostalgia of the face-punching variety. This time on Late to the Party, I want to discuss Batman Arkham Asylum and how I nearly missed it. supposed to break out of here. Don't be a stranger. He surrendered almost without a fight. I don't like it. At least he's back where he belongs. Get up! I set a trap and you sprang it gloriously! Now let's get this party started! <laughs> There's no escape, Joker. I don't want to escape. I'm having way too much fun. It's over, Joker. Over? Why, my dear delusional Dark Knight. Hasn't even begun. <laughs> Year was 2009, and I was now quite first to the world of work, or the meat grinder as I preferred to call it. A recommendation was put to me by a fellow drone. It was Batman Arkham Asylum. Now, I had discarded this out of hand, as for some reason, I thought this was linked to a Dark Knight film which had released a few months prior. Well, imagine my surprise when I'm told no, this is a separate standalone entity. One transaction later, and I'm in. The game starts with a dark, scowling Batman, hammering the Batmobile along, along in a lonesome road, with Joker cuffed next to him. Straight away, not only do I have Keaton vibes, but this is an intriguing start. You rock up to the asylum where the Joker, voiced by the legendary Mark Hamill, is strapped to a car and is escorted to patient processing. The Joker heckles the guards all the way there, pause briefly at a, a giant lift, where we see a giant huge hulking creature, which we later discover is Killer Croc, and this sure is not like any Killer Croc I've ever seen before. This thing is like 12 feet fucking tall. Fortunately, being Batman, I'm completely unfazed. Batman meets up with Gordon. Yep, Commissioner Gordon's in this title. And I must admit, he's wearing a rather nice waistcoat. Batman and Gordon pause as they're told they cannot follow the Joker into patient processing by a shifty looking guard. Lo and behold, not 30 seconds after they separate by an energy field made by Wayne Tech. Mr. J goes all murdery and escapes, being assisted remotely by none other than Harleen Quinzel, who's taken the Arkham Asylum Warden hostage alongside his password override. 
the asylum is now under Mr. J's control. Batman bursts through the monitoring room window and sets about battering the shit out of the inmates during his pursuit. What an intro. The Arkham itself is actually an island in this rendition and is drawing heavy inspiration from Alcatraz. There are five separate buildings on the island which keeps this game nice and contained but offering some variety which is much needed. To quote Paul Crocker of Rocksteady, Arkham Island is an island off the coast of Gotham. It's got Victorian buildings, newer buildings, older buildings, secrets and hidden histories. We're calling on 70 years worth of events in the universe and tie it all together in a way that which gives you a really rich experience. There is a lot of variety in the environments, but having said that, Batman does work in a dark gothic environment. Batman eventually corners Harney and learns that a corrupt Arkham doctor has been experimenting on Bane. That's a lovely, lovely voyage. Extracting venom from his blood and engineering a new chemical compound known as Titan. Turns out the Joker's been investing in this, and tonight's the night for the grand unveiling. Huh, guess the Joker doesn't need Robin Hood investing. The game itself is set over one night, something all of the sequels maintain, that being smaller in scope, this feels more accurate and true to the comics, being just a standard night for Batman. The game pioneers what I call Arkham Combat, where you have a single attack button, counter button, a stun button, and an evade button. On lower difficulty, enemies that are about to attack have sparks appear above their heads, which lets the player know to press the counter button, but on screen for Batman, effortlessly fly between the enemies building a free throw combo. When a certain level of combo is reached, the Dark Knight will execute a bone crunching finisher, immobilising his foe, with a long time in intensive care likely to follow. They should have known better. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman! The combat itself is so satisfying, I'm really opening my eyes to what I expect from my Batman. Hell, even Batfleck uses Arkham Combat. You must remember the warehouse fight scene from Batman vs Superman. That is essentially Arkham Combat in motion. That is, of course, when Batfleck wasn't branding criminals. Controversial, yet I liked it. Batman is also a master of stealth, traumatising a decreasing number of inmates as each one is eliminated one by one. Stealth takedowns are equally as nasty as their combat equivalents. You can suspend yourself from a gargoyle, grab an enemy who may wander below you and pull him up into the sky before stringing him up, leaving him hanging. You can hang from rafters, climb up, slam enemy heads into walls, rails. You can explode walls onto them. It's truly glorious. Not to mention throughout these stealth encounters, the Joker is offering a running commentary via a PA system mostly ribbing his crew for being utter shit and enjoying the Batman beating the crap out of them. Listen, there's nothing to worry about. Batman is on the way, but there's an army of you in there. Just have a chance. Have a chance. <laughs> Did I tell you I was going to kill each henchman who failed to beat you? No. Oh, sorry. Must have slipped my mind. Now we must talk about detective mode. Whilst in stealth encounters, detective mode can be used to target enemies, highlighting the heart rates and their fear alongside the position. 
the best way I can describe it is a lot like the Predator vision from the film Predator. One ugly motherfucker. Is ideal when you are concealed, be it in ducts or behind walls. Acting almost like radar, letting you know where the enemies are, which is invaluable in planning out your attack. Detector vision is also used within the story mode, where you use it to analyse blood stains, tobacco, perfumes, to track and trace people across the island. I found this to be quite interesting, and the in-universe explanation is that you're connecting to the back computer, where the oracle is overseeing matters. Yep, no Alfred here, folks which is then feed and match your suit in a seamless manner. Oh yeah, and it can also be used when hunting Riddler trophies, but fuck Riddler trophies. I am not talking about Riddler trophies. I've already spoke too much about Riddler trophies. What? You did it? You must have cheated. There is no way you could have beaten me. Well, you asked for it, Batman. My final challenge for the whole of Gotham is just seconds away. What? An element I touched upon earlier that I want to come back to is the voice cast. This game is essentially a reunion of the Batman 1992 animated series. We have Mark Hamill of course as the Joker, Kevin Conroy as Batman, Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn among many others. And for me this was nostalgia overload hearing so many familiar voices. Of course not forgetting that this game was wrote by Paul Dini who of course has Ryan credits on the animated series as well. All of these voice actors weren't just limited to our initial animated series, they have portrayed those characters in numerous media, be it later series, TV movies, theatrical movies, uh, and now a video game series. And for me this just harks back to a time in the 90s when everything was well with the world, because you knew Batman had your back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on just a second, my dear Matt. You've gone through telling me all of the features of the game, but you've not told me about how it controls and how it feels. For me, this was the very first time I actually felt like Batman playing a video game. Bearing in mind the only times I have played Batman before are in 2D side-scrolling formats, mainly on the original Game Boy, and indeed featured on an earlier episode on the Master System playing Batman Returns. Everything about Batman's weight and his feel feels spot on to how you would imagine he is if he were a real character, of which of course he is, because it's the goddamn Batman. He feels perfectly weighted from the intuitive combat designs it just feels so satisfying when you manage to make a dodge and you make a punch to even when you perform a knockout blow which gives you which in the game gives you a wonderful slow motion impact camera so you can see the damage where you are doing 
to the obligatory punch in the face to your various enemies, of which there are the brute, larger enemies that require a stun before you obligatory punch them in the face. You get your standard enemies who will just ordinarily take a punch to the face. And of course you get enemies with shields and kitted out in riot gear because of course they have you're in the asylum where the Joker has taken over. I've got to say, the first time I played this game, I ran around for a good half an hour just screaming, I'm Batman. Not in that voice. It was more like, because I'm Batman. And punching people in the face has never felt more satisfying than in this game. Now, much like Matt, I very nearly missed out on this. I started to play it originally on the Xbox 360 when it came out all those many years ago. I did get stuck a little for a little while and I never went back to it until a few years later when a remastered collection appeared on the PlayStation 4 which was bought to me as a gift. And I went back all those years later, possibly maybe 7 8 years later, and I must say the game still felt good. It is not an underestimate underestimation to say that this game felt amazing and does indeed feel amazing when you play it it is so timeless in fact that it is seen as the ultimate progenitor to other 3d action games of a similar nature much much like insomniac's playstation 4 exclusive spider-man game which in itself is like a batman clone and i must admit when i was playing the batman game originally traversing the Arkham Asylum with the grappling hook, I thought, I wonder what a Spider-Man game would be like. But that is not to slight on this game at all. Far from it. It just shows you how much of an original idea this was at the time, given that most of the Batman games before this were mostly 2D side-scrolling. We don't talk about the, the Batman and Robin tie-in game that was on the PlayStation 1. No, 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 no. That doesn't exist. Either way, I feel like the whole aesthetic of the game is in keeping with the comics. I find that to, f to be a true Batman-esque game, or even piece of media, you need to get the look down to a penny. If you Gotham itself, I see as a character within the universe. And i got to say, although you're not technically in Gotham for this game, instead you're in Arkham Asylum, well, Arkham Island in this case. i got to say that actually it feels like Batman. It is dark, it's gothic, it's dingy. Yes, you... Yeah, you don't necessarily go to Gotham City. But again, you don't need to when the game looks this good with a solid... with a solid frame rate, consistent, never lagging, never showing, slowing. With a camera that is ultra-forgiving and goes exactly where you want it to, to even button commands that just feel so fluid and so intuitive. There is absolutely nothing wrong with this game, and it truly encapsulates everything that you need to be to become the goddamn Batman. Even the voice cast, which Matt touched on previously, harkens back to Batman the Animated Series, which for me is the true incarnation of Batman outside of his comic appearances. You've got Kevin Conroy doing his goddamn Batman thing. You've got Mark Hamill absolutely hamming up his Joker to perfection 
and I would expect nothing else from him, to be honest. You've even got a strong performance from Tara Strong, taken over from the original voice actor, who does a fine job in this game, and, surprisingly, doesn't get irritating, as Harley Quinn does tend to do on occasion. That's just not necessarily to do with the character, but instead to do with the character's writing. Everything feels amazingly thought out. There is nothing left to coincidence. Anyway, I feel like I've gone on a little bit too long now. Um, hey, Matt, do you, do you want to tell us about um, reviews and stuff? Thanks, Boy Wonder. That was a very intelligent and thought-through piece you've just put to us. Wait, does that mean you're Batman and I'm the Boy Wonder? Shit. Holy stuffy. Holy ravioli. Holy grammar. Holy safari. Holy headlines. Holy iceberg. Holy blizzard. Holy schizophrenia. Right, it's time to talk about this game's reception. Want to take a guess? Yep, you're right. This game is a 91 on Metascore and an 8.8 .8 user rating. Essentially, this game cannot have been... Pretty much the only way to improve this game was to set it in the entire city, and then you would have Batman Arkham City. Funnily enough, the follow-up. There's really not too much more I can say about this game other than if you haven't played it, you may struggle going back to it now compared to either of its successors, but you'll love the immersive story and what a great eight hours you'll have here. Praise Batman, I made it to this party. Jeepers, Batman. What the hell happened to my voice? I'm no longer manly. 